Ladies and gentlemen, coming from the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville, Tennessee, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 88. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. Hey. Good morning, Bob. Hey, Mr. Brantley. How you doing, sir? Doing great, buddy. Doing great. It's good to be back for another show of the Ed and Bob podcast. It is, isn't it? Yes, it is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He's Ed. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, I've been walking around this place looking for your picture in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, did you find it? No. I don't think think you're going to find it. Anyway, we are at the Country Music Hall of Fame, Fifth Avenue in Nashville, Tennessee. This is such a wonderful place. It's the largest museum of music uh, anywhere in the world. Right here in Nashville, Tennessee. If you haven't been here, you need to come here. I think it's open every day except... Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think, mm-hmm. but really a beautiful place. Uh, have you been here before? Yes, I have. Uh, I've come here for meetings back when the radio business was going right. strong, and it's it is a wonderful place. I mean, there's something in here from every. I think every artist who is ever big on the Grand Ole Opry or part of this has something in here that they shared with the public. Isn't that great? And mm-hmm. um, I was looking at some of the history. The first three inductees into the Hall of Fame were Hank Williams, Jimmy Rogers, and Fred Rose. Fred Rose. Yeah. yeah. What was the name of his record company? Was it Decca? <laughs> oh, gosh. Boy, you got me, man. That's a, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you stumped me. You win. I don't know. Of course, his music thing was Acuff Rose. He was obviously big buddies with uh, Roy Acuff. And speaking of Roy Acuff, he was the... First ever inductee into the Country Music Hall of Fame that was still alive when they were being inducted. And uh, if I was ever, I won't be in any Hall of Fame for anything, Ed, but uh, if I ever was, it would be nice if you were alive to see it. Yeah, <laughs> Doesn't do you much good when you. I was looking at the ones, the most recent inductees were last year Jimmy Bradley, Brooks and Dunn, and Ray Stevens. And I'm surprised that. Ray Stevens wasn't in a long time ago. Everything is beautiful. I mean, he did so many great songs, and I mean, I know a lot of funny stuff that people don't care for. But uh, anyway, I always thought he was a very, very talented guy. But he's in the Country Music Hall of Fame, and that's where we are We're doing our Ed and Bob Show number eighty-eight. Like you said, and Ed, uh, before we get into the news, I want to mention one thing. January 9th, here the next day is the National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. So we, everybody here in America should um, be sure and appreciate our law enforcement and everything that they do for us every day, being on the front lines to make sure that you and your family are safe. So what have you got for us in the news? Well, recently, uh, you know, Tennessee beat uh, some pretty big people on the football raid, the Gillette Stadium up in uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady's last day, I guess, up there because uh, Tennessee beat the Patriots. You think it's his last day as a Patriot? Yeah. I oh, I think I, I think they'll drag him off the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, just my opinion. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, E.I. Manning is leaving the Giants, and hopefully I, he ends up somewhere. But I think I think I think um, Brady will play as long as Brady wants to play. Well, sure, he will, and he's set to play for a long time because he stays in such great shape. But he is a free agent now. Well, let me ask you this: Would would it be weird to see Tom Brady finishing his career at another team? Yes, it would. Just like Manning, 
remember? Yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning finishing his career someplace else. Well, it would be weird. Well, and even, yeah, you know, I mean, that happens a lot, I guess, actually, when you think about it. Um, you got a player that they come to toward the end of their career, and does a company invest more, you know, tens of millions of dollars in them? Well, they make, what's Brady make? $25 million a year? You know, something like that. So, we just uh, say that like it's nothing. I know, God, I can't imagine. $25 million. I don't know how you put that on an IRS form. So, wow. He probably doesn't. Well, so you, what, you really don't think he'll play anymore at the Patriots? Well, no, I don't think so. I think I think he'll play somewhere. Maybe uh, what well, he might play more at the Patriots, but I don't. I think I think there's a, being a free agent, he's going to go in the open market, and people are going to say, "Wait a minute, we could probably." Because you know, if he went out a winner, but he's not going out a winner. No, he's not. But look, if I was him, I would well go somewhere warm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. Tom Brady has never played where it's warm. He where did he play college ball? Michigan, yeah. and he plays in New England his entire career. Oh my gosh! I'd go to. I'd say, you know, I'm looking. Miami's kind of looking good, or maybe uh, Arizona, or Miami would pay him more. Uh, well, but uh, I, uh, if I was him, I'd want to go somewhere where it's a little bit warmer. If you want to finish out your career, so all right, uh, all right. one more. We got time for one more. Over the Christmas holidays, you got gifts, and one of those gifts is probably an Echo, the speaker from Amazon, yeah. and you know, in your home. And yeah, we actually gave one of the. You did. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Well, you here's what you say to wake it up. You say Alexa, right, right, right. and it wakes up and it says, you know, and it says what you want and all that. Well, here's what's wondering. You know, there's been some controversy about this, and it records everything that you say in the room. Always? All the time? Yes, all the time. Mm. But there's two commands that you can give to Alexa, which will delete anything that's on there. And all you have to say is, Alexa, delete everything I said today. I wonder if it will respond to you and say, why? <laughs> I don't want to. Well, <laughs> I was told not to. <laughs> yeah, well, even at that, Amazon's going to keep transcripts from the last three months of your recordings. Wow. So I don't know. Why, why do they do that, Bob? <laughs> well, it goes back to what I talked to you. We talked about before. Um, you know, I can just be talking near my phone, and if I mention something, a product or something, it'll start popping up on my phone, on my Facebook, and other apps. It's creepy. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't. I don't I, listen. They're listening to us every day, all the time. Uh, so you might as well. People need to be aware of what they say when they say it. Well, you know, and here uh, before does we, I know I'm going long, but let's close this out. Uh, I've got some friends who uh, wanted to test this, and so they they would purposefully about ten times a day talk about dog food. Okay, and they don't they don't have a pet, and they st- within a day they started seeing dog food ads pop up on all their social media. So if you don't think you're being listened to, think again. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's, we got to wrap up the news here, Ed. What we got coming up? Well, we got the questions of the day, and also our topic of the day too. So we got some good things to talk about, brother. All right, but first, here's your sponsor. 
But here's some folks that I really like a lot, and I think you do too. And if you use them, I know you do. But since 1972, Powell Auction and Realty Company, they've specialized in selling assets at public auction. And Powell is the industry leader in selling real estate, automobiles, equipment, firearms and coins, and estates and antiques. 46 years of experience in organizing, marketing, and conducting successful auctions. That's a long time, brother. Mm. They've become a trusted expert in the industry. And they are offered a full range of services, including auctions, traditional property listings, appraisals. Powell Auction and Realty has developed and tailored its experience in auctioning real estate and assets. And they do a great job at that. So if you are thinking about selling property, thinking about selling anything, check them out online and call them. Here, Here's the phone number, 865-938-3403, 865-938-3403. Check out their next auctions. You can go online and you can check out their auctions that are coming up this month in the next few days or then right before Christmas. It's a good time to pick out some things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, online, what is it, powellauction.com? I think so. Yeah. Good people. Sounds like it. All right. All right, Ed, time for our topic of the day today, and it's how big of a deal is no unemployment. Huh. You know, um, you don't think that's a big deal? Well, I think it's a huge deal, personally. Um, this is unemployment is the lowest it has been in 50 years. 50 years. Um in uh, 08 and 09, during that uh, time of the Great Recession or wherever you want to call it, unemployment was like 10%. Well, now we're sitting at about 3.9%, 3.6%, and it's the lowest, like I say, it's been since 1969. So it's... Well, who it's, gets credit for that? Well, I personally think it's Trump, uh, myself, um, and, and I really don't care who gets credit for it, um, because I think it's a good thing for our economy. Uh, now, but people are complaining, saying if you get too, uh, uh, if you get everybody to work, it's bad. And I think that's the most insane statement I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, but let me mention one thing that has always been kind of stuck in my crawl. People will say, "Well, yeah." Everybody's at work, but they're low-paying jobs. Well, here's the thing, folks. Think about this. If you've got a company and you're expanding, okay, you're expanding your company, the economy's going well, we're going to risk more of our money to expand our company, add on production, and hire new people. You're not going to hire at the top, Ed. No. You don't say, well, we're going to bring some more vice presidents. That'll be good for the company. You add at the, the bottom. You add bringing more people at the bottom, production level, to bring them in, and that's where you start. So, of course, most of the new jobs in America that have been added are not the highest-paying jobs, but that's the beginning. That's where you expand. That's where you start. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised more people don't say, hey, wait a minute, people. You know, yeah, most of the new jobs added are at the lower range, but that's where you expand. Am I crazy or what? No, and I think some people say that when it gets down low like this, that organizations will settle for less talented workers. So well, there's some truth in that. Yeah, I'd say there is, but that's just one of the things that you have to deal with. This is also a good time, though, to, there's more uh, uh, there's more people that are uh, 
handicap at work, more positions available for them. There's more people that are uh, uh, less educated. Mm-hmm. There's more people that are getting a second chance. People that have been incarcerated. People that have uh, that normally find a hard uh, get a had a hard time trying to find a job are finding employment if they want it. Mm-hmm. So, how can that be a bad thing? Is it a good time to start a business? Well, I think so if the economy is going. Because if people are working, guess what? People have money to spend. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, now, I'm not saying people that get a uh, a minimum wage job are going to go out and buy a new home. But most of your minimum wage jobs are not meant to be careers anyway. No. You know, it's like people starting at Burger King or McDonald's. When you just go to work there, you, that's not a career job. That's you got a job to start you off, and then you try to grow from them. You try to move up to management, things like that. And for people to say, because I, I often see the sign saying, you know, I I work at McDonald's, but uh, I don't make enough to buy a house. Well, duh. well actually, they probably do. Well, maybe so. <laughs> they but, probably but, do. But but still, it, your your introductory jobs are not meant to be careers. They're meant to get you to work. So if you work right. really hard, right. what happens? You move up, right? And you you get a better job. I mean, that's been a, in my lifetime. I've, I've worked the bottom of the bottom of jobs, but I was never afraid to work really hard. And people, if people see somebody that's willing to work hard, what happens? Well, they, they promote them. Exactly. They do well. I mean, don't you want somebody that's busting their butt? Yes. Say, boy, that Bob's doing a great job down there in the laundry room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's out there washing our vans for us. He's doing one heck of a job. I like that. Well, I just – I find it hard to believe that low unemployment has become uh, a bad thing. Well, now, where is that coming about. from? Is that coming from well, the opposition? Well, it's politically motivated. Yeah, okay. It really is. Yeah, okay. and, but that disappoints me because I think getting people to work is is so important that uh, – well, you know, it's it's satisfying to the soul. Well, there, that's people what I was going to say. You're exactly right. You're exactly who right. Don't work, sit around, and 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 you know, and just moan and groan and complain. But if you're working, you got your hands in something, even if it's a mediocre job, you're working. There is not there is not a worse feeling than sitting at your home. And thinking nobody wants to hire you for a job. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's some, nothing more depressing mm-hmm. because you know what? That means you have no hope. There you go. And so if you can at least get a job and see yourself doing something every day, Productive. that's the beginning of something mm-hmm. new. Am I not right? Mm-hmm. And this, I'll throw another thing in there that if you think about this, there's no greater time than right now to try to find a job. With low unemployment, you also got more baby boomers retiring than ever before. And that's going to make people move up the ladder a lot quicker than ever before. That's true. You know, there's going to be a lot more need. All right, that's going to wrap up our topic of the day. Is unemployment bad? And and before we leave, that's my question to you. Is this low unemployment, the lowest in 50 years, a bad thing? I don't think so. I think it's a good thing. I'd be proud of it. I would be too. As an American, I'm proud that we have that. I'll bet other countries wish they had that. Oh, my gosh. You better believe it, buddy. Oh, man. I'm telling you. All right. Tell everybody what's coming up, Ed. And then, uh, if you don't mind, um, I will have a sponsor. 
All right. And coming up, we're going to talk about our mailbox. We've got, gosh, we've got so much to do here today. We've got our complaints. And also, you've got a sponsor and our business shout-out. On the next show, too, we're going to talk about famous sayings. Yeah, that's going to be fun. All right, here's what I've got. All right, Ed, uh, athletes need a full night's sleep to ensure their bodies always recover. If you work and play like an athlete, like me and Ed, you need a solid night's sleep, too. Time to lay down. Check out the latest M. Lilly mattresses. M. Lilly foam and hybrid mattresses are the most comfortable mattresses you will ever lay on. Find out why their customers are raving about these beds, and they'll even ship it to your door. MLillyUSA.com is where you can find a retailer near you, or you can go to their national National Headquarters showroom there on Kingston Pike and Farragut next to the Fresh Market. M. Lilly. M. Lilly will improve your life. All right, Ed, let's get into the mailbox. If you don't mind, open it up. Open it up here and let's check it out here. Corey up in Johnson City says, what's the best college in Upper East Tennessee? All right, not lower. No, Upper. Upper East Tennessee. Well, you know, the first college that comes to mind is East Tennessee State University. And so Mm -hmm. I looked this up and researched it. They weren't really on the list. <laughs> yeah. There's another one up there that I have been to, Tusculum. Yeah, Tusculum, yeah uh, Tusculum is there. Yeah, um, and, uh, and that's what's that Greenville. Uh-huh. But um, the thing that really, uh, when I looked at these, the highest ranking, if you will, college in Upper East Tennessee was one I really had not heard of. I'll ask you: Have you ever heard of Milligan? Milligan College. It's in Elizabethan, Tennessee. That's as far north as you can get. Buddy, it, it is up there. About 1,000 students. Listen to this. It costs $35,000 to go there. Yeah, it's a uh, Christian college, but uh, they say it's one of the number 13 of all colleges, uh, regional colleges in the south. 13. Number 13. And then uh, the next one they got on the list here was King University in Bristol. I'd heard of that one before. It's number 65 of regional colleges in the South. And then see if you heard of this one. Um, this is uh, LMU, Lincoln Memorial University. Yes. It's ranked number 254 in the South in regional colleges. Uh, and oh, also back... King University was half the cost of Milligan, and Milligan is still more expensive than LMU. Wow. I mean, it must be one heck of a school. It must be hard to get in. But LMU is ranked up there as well. They're in Harrogate. And uh, so there, there's some schools for you. If you want to pick out a school, maybe you're thinking about schools for your kids or something. Who was that, Corey? Yeah. Up there. All right. So there you go, Corey. There's your answer. What do you got, Ed? Just don't do what we did at Vanderbilt. <laughs> What? Well, we went down to listen to him, you know, about signing up. Yeah. And the recruiter stood up there and he said, I just want to tell you all something. Even if your child has straight A's and all this other stuff and all these papers they've got and all this endorsements they have. All right. You, it still doesn't get you in. Really? That makes you feel warm and fuzzy. And I say, come on, Joe, let's get out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else you got? All right, Darby from Louisville. Should we be making horses race each other? Isn't this the same as dog racing? Well, you're a horseman, Mr. Brantley. Should we be making those horses run up and around those tracks? I think it's a beautiful sight, brother. I think it's one of the greatest things on earth is to have a horse race. I wish we had a horse race in here. So... All right. Then didn't they get rid of all the dog races in Florida? Yeah. The uh, greyhounds. Yeah. 
How is it different from horses? Or how is horses are treated different? How are horses different? They are. They're treated differently. Yeah, they're 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 you know they're they're a different breed. They have a different personality. You know, they're beautiful animals. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, absolutely. Listen, when you go through Kentucky, some of those horse places are nicer than most houses. That's true. They live great, but but you know, there was a, this all came about. There was an article in the Atlantic, which is a little bit of a leftist kind of magazine, uh, along with the New York Times. But they say there's three types of people in horse racing. There are crooks who drug horses to make them do better things. There are the dupes who labor under the fantasy that sport is fair and honest. And then there are those in the middle. They're completely naive uh, about what's really going on. So... Well, I think you can say the same for boxing, probably. Yeah, well, no question about that. But so, so you think it's okay for us to be run horses and have them horse racing? Of course, they race every day around the world. Well, I do, but you know, you know, it, it is. If you look at the what the, the living conditions these horses are in, do you, you see these trucks that travel on the highways? I mean, they have handlers that back there in the back of the truck with them. Right. They're treated like royalty. And the doctors are examining them all the time, and it's just, it's very rare that they get injured or sick. I just think, I think people just don't like any animal doing anything. Well, there and there is a lot of truth in that right there. There's a lot of people that, that think uh, if you have any sort of animal, then the only thing it should be doing is laying there at your feet or something. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. You know, I mean, we've got animals. That, I mean, some people don't want animals working on the farm. I mean, how many people have had a horse or a mule that's done most of the work on a farm? And where would this country been without animals performing, you know, working on a farm. That's true. I mean, people still ride horses on farms that have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres. Mm-hmm. You know, you, um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I I think there's a place for everything. You're not abusing an animal. If horses are being drugged and things like that, that does bother me. Well, I don't think they're being drugged. You don't think so? Because, I mean, a lot of people swear to God all these horses are given supplements that are really drugs but they're calling you know something just to make them healthier make them run faster run faster and farther so anyway there's there you go there's your uh, answer to that one and um, that's our our mailbox for today and we got to move along tell everybody what's uh, going to come up on the uh, next show and then we're going to get into our complaints next show we're going to be talking about famous sayings and i can't wait to do this how these sayings evolved and what do they mean? Or do they mean anything? What's it mean when you say you're going to hell in a handbasket? Well, I, I, it's going to have to be a big handbasket, whatever that is. All right, right now, but let's take a break. Let's see what we've got here. All right, time for some complaints. And, Ed, you get the first shot. All right. Let's tell a big old shot at the city of Knoxville. I remember as a youngster and being in other places that when you came around uh like if you're going up the road you go and go from the county into the city there'd be a sign there saying city limits yeah right yeah so that way the police know where they are the fire department knows where they are and they you know where you are yeah when the police are chasing me the city police are chasing yeah. me and i cross that line they stop that's right they, you can't they can't chase you in the county <laughs> no. no well anyway they don't do those city signs anymore so what there's no, no sign no well if they're chasing me how are they gonna know where to stop they don't want <laughs> they just 
just keep on going. <laughs> they run me so, down. I do miss the signs, though, that you're now entering the city of Knoxville or something like that, or it should could say city limits. Well, now that you bring that up, I don't think I've seen those at all. Are they all gone? I guess so. I haven't seen them once. It says city of Knoxville limits. No, I haven't either. Well, we need uh, Madeline O'Hara out there fixed them. No, no, she's not mayor anymore. Oh, that's right. Mayor King Cannon. She can fix them and get Rojero to go out there and do it. Yeah. And, and, and this is your, your good thing to be the first one. And you know what? To put it up there, she could say, she, you're now entering the city of Knoxville, Mayor India. King Cannon. There you go. I like it. All right. I got a complaint for you. I was going down the road the other day, went to a school zone. And, you know, it's flashing. It says you can go 20 miles an hour, and I'm going you know, 19 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And this car coming up behind me, doing at least 40. I mean, moving on, man. Coming up, and it's weaving in between the cars going 20 miles an hour. And uh, I thought, God, that person must be late going to work or something. They pull in the school, got a kid in the back. Hey, speeding in the school zone and going in the school? Well, I mean, you know, wouldn't a parent, wouldn't it mean something a little bit more to a parent for the other people to go, you know, the slower speed during school hours. They don't care. Well, that's just a shame. I mean, a parent doesn't give a darn. I just thought that was disgusting, and I don't like it, and I'm complaining about it. I don't, I, first of all, I think 15 miles per hour is too slow. Well, I don't mind, you know, taking five minutes out of my day to go. 15 or 20 miles an hour for half a mile. 15, 15 miles per hour is way too slow. I mean, that's the slowest thing. You must be in a hurry. Well, I mean, it's, I'm being realistic. And it's always been that way. They've never changed this. True. So, you know, I think it could be 25, and, and that would be more. What about all those kids walking up the sidewalk there? Kids don't walk on the sideline. Well, well they in the car just at 50 miles an hour. There's no- that's a lot of truth. I've never, I've never seen anybody walking. Period. There's nobody walking. Walk to school. Well, in this day and age, parents will be put in jail if they send Hey, get a, get out there and walk to school. All right, Ed. Tell everybody how they can listen to this show. Go online to the Ed and Bob site and go edandbob.com, and then you can listen there. Or you can also send us questions there. Download the Apple Podcast app. Or the TuneIn app, search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. And on your Alexa app, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear. You tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show. And we love comments, too. You can do that at theedandbob.com. Or you can email us, edandbob at yahoo.com. And we love for you to follow us at Ed and Bob Knox, at Brantley, Bob Thomas Knox on Twitter. And Facebook, we're there too. Facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. All right. Let's see. Anything you'd like to apologize or correct? No, uh, I would like to say hi to Ann. Yeah, Ann wrote in. And who is Ann? Ann is my physical therapist. She yeah. sees me two or three times a week. And I told her we had this podcast. And she said, You're kidding. I said, No, y'all listen in sometime. You might enjoy it. And she did. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, it's very sweet. Here's what she said. She said, I am blushing. Thanks for the shout out, Mr. Brantley. I love working with you. You are phenomenal. Are you sure she's talking about the right Brantley? <laughs> she must be talking about your wife or something. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. She still works the heck out of you. <clears throat>
Well, uh, thank you for listening, Ann. We appreciate that. Also, a business shout-out, Billy Houston Realtors. Uh, Billy Houston's uh, a good friend for quite some time, and he listens. We sure appreciate that. Tell everybody, Ed, what the next show is all about, will you? Yeah, yeah, well, it's going to be a fun, fun show because we're going to talk about sayings that you've probably said all your life, and you probably don't know what they mean, or if you do... You know, there's just all kinds of crazy things. Give me an example. What's one, what's one that you use? <laughs> well, um, uh, I, you know, you, you mentioned the one going to hell in a handbasket. Another one that kind of stuck out uh, to me that I thought was funny was uh, sleep tight. Don't let the big bugs bite. But how do you sleep tight? Well, we're going to talk about that next time. So that'll be a lot of fun. And I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. See you, all right. See you next time. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just to be beginning My life is gonna be beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head